This is the 10,000 Depositions Later podcast, episode 92. I'm Jim Garrity. Today's episode, the deponent is taking notes. Can you demand them? Hey, everybody. As always, I hope you're killing it in your depositions this week. So I had a call from a lawyer who was in the middle of examining a witness. She says the deponent is taking notes while I'm asking her questions. Can I just demand that she turn them over? Well, interesting question. Now, before we get into this episode, I want to ask you some questions about this issue. This is a take-home exam, and so you will self-score on the honor system. And I know you. I know you're going to score yourself fairly and accurately, and you're not going to grab even a single point that you're not entitled to. That's why we can have take-home exams in this podcast. All right, so again, I get a call from a lawyer who says, my deponent is taking notes while I'm examining her. Can I get them? So questions for you. Can she? Can she just reach across the table and take them, so to speak? In other words, are those notes immediately discoverable? Does it depend on why they're being taken by the deponent? For example, does it depend on whether the deponent was told by their lawyer to take notes. And to stray a bit further, although really not the focus of this episode, what about notes being taken during depositions by opposing witnesses who are simply in attendance? If a company witness is attending and observing the deposition of another witness and is taking notes, can you request those as well, even if the person isn't testifying? If you've previously served a request for production for notes taken by those folks, and they're now taking notes while observing others testify in deposition, does that party have to supplement their discovery responses and turn those notes over to you? Does it matter that any of these notes were taken in a deposition? Is there any automatic protection or automatic lack of protection because they were taken in a deposition while the witness was testifying. Next question. What if the deponent and other attendees are taking notes only during breaks in the deposition? In your mind, does that change their discoverability and your entitlement to them? So is there something about note-taking during a deposition that exempts you from having to use a request for production or subpoena to get someone else's notes? Those are the questions. How'd you score? All right, let's jump in. It's absolutely fair game to seek the notes written by a deponent while the deponent is testifying. It's also fair game to ask for the notes of non-attorney parties or witnesses for parties who are simply attending and observing depositions of others. That's right, there's no automatic rule that exempts these notes from production. Notes taken by witnesses for either side that touch directly on the issues in a case, and they surely will, are obviously highly relevant and highly probative. So for the very reason that there is no rule or statute that provides special protection for notes taken by a witness during a deposition, whether the witness is testifying while taking the notes or merely observing someone else's testimony, you want to make sure that you have on your deposition checklist the demand for those kinds of notes. Now, this is obviously and especially true for deponents who are taking notes while simultaneously giving testimony. It's inconceivable uh, that the notes wouldn't provide at least some insight and meet the fundamental threshold 
of relevance. And while it may not have crossed your mind, there's no reason to exempt observers to a deposition who are or who will be witnesses and who are presently taking notes. I don't think many litigators have really given active thought to the potential consequences of note-taking by their non-attorney observers. Those notes do not enjoy automatic protection, and they too are likely to contain valuable insights. Look, they're just notes, so don't be squeamish. You're entitled to them unless A, they're protected by the attorney-client privilege, or B, by a work product privilege. And it's a pretty straightforward path from the note creation to requesting and obtaining them. But there are a few rules that apply here. Obviously, uh, Federal Rule of Evidence and your state equivalent, uh, 401 and 402, which deal with fundamental concepts of relevancy. As you know, relevancy is probably the loosest test in our system of jurisprudence because virtually everything is relevant in some way, you know, within bounds. So the notes taken under the circumstances easily satisfy that requirement. Uh, apart from those two rules, the attorney-client privilege also obviously has a role. That's something you'll be looking at. The work product privilege has a role as well. And of course, uh, Federal Rule of Evidence 612 also has a place at the analytical table. That's the rule that in many situations, but not all, allows you to obtain, inspect, and cross-examine a witness about any writing that the witness has used to refresh their memory while testifying or before testifying. Now, if you don't immediately confirm that the deponent's notes in the middle of your deposition while you see your witness is taking notes, if you don't immediately confirm that those notes are specifically for the purpose of helping the witness testify and or that the deponent is taking notes entirely on their own for their own use, you're likely to get an objection on the grounds of attorney-client or work product privilege. You're also likely going to be told to serve a request for production, just like you would for any other document in the possession, custody, or control of the witness. And surely, if you let the deposition close before you confirm the deponent's purpose for taking notes, you're highly likely, the opposing lawyer's likely to wake up at that point, and you're highly likely to get an attorney-client or work product privilege objection, and you will never see those notes again. Okay, so let's get right into some pointers on how to maximize the odds of getting the notes that the deponent and non-attorney attendees are taking. And on the flip side, how to fight such a request. You might think at first blush that you are automatically entitled to those notes on the spot if you are examining someone who's taking them, but that's not necessarily going to be the case. There is, however, a method to the madness. And you need to be on your feet when it comes to this issue, because if your deponent starts taking notes unexpectedly and the opposing lawyer immediately demands them, this issue is going to unfold at lightning speed and you don't want either your deponent or yourself to be caught off guard. Your deponent may slide those notes across the table before you even have a chance to speak up or reflect on what's happening. All right, first, let's start with tips on how to get those notes and then in a bit we'll flip to the other side and talk about how to prevent their production. Getting the notes. If your deponent, the person you're examining, is taking notes, number one, confirm at the earliest opportunity before it becomes a topic of dispute 
that the witness is simply taking notes to refresh their recollection and to improve their testimony, and that the witness was not instructed by anyone to do so. That meets the Rule 612 Refreshed Recollection Test. It minimizes the risk of protection under a privilege if the deponent is taking notes on their own volition and was not instructed by an attorney to do so. It can be something as simple as, Mr. Edwards, I see you're taking notes as you testify. I just want to confirm that you're doing that on your own uh, to help you refresh your recollection for the purpose of testifying. That's a key principle under Rule 612 or your state equivalent that allows you to obtain writings used to refresh recollection for the purpose of testifying. But the rule does say that nothing in its provisions should be construed as calling for the automatic waiver of privilege just because a witness uses writings to refresh their memory. Courts will safeguard against using the rule for the wholesale exploration of an adversary's files to ensure that access to these kinds of notes is limited to those kinds of writings which fairly impact the testimony of the witness. That's why it's so very important to lock down the witness's explanation as to why they're taking notes before their lawyer has a chance to make a speaking objection, signaling to the deponents that they should claim they were instructed to write them or did them for the purpose of sharing them with the lawyer only. You don't need to tell the deponent to stop taking notes unless, of course, it's significantly interfering with the pace and course of your examination because those notes might be solid gold once you get your hand on them. But establishing the reason they are being taken at the earliest opportunity is critical. In fact, there's precious little law on this topic. There are just not many cases that have addressed it. We've got five or six in the show notes. But what law does exist seems to suggest that courts will tilt in favor of finding some protection against production. All right, next tip for getting the notes. Ask the deponent to provide you the notes so that they can be marked as an exhibit. Be direct. Something like, Mr. Williams, can you please hand me the notes or hand them to the reporter so that she can mark them as an exhibit and then we'll give the originals back to you. Another approach, ask the witness to read the notes to you or to tell you the substance of the notes that the witness has been taking. That can be almost as good as getting a copy of the document itself and absent objection from anyone at the table will result in a privilege waiver on the spot. Now, if the witness will not provide you the notes and will not read them to you, and or if the attorney asserts privilege, instruct the witness while on the record to preserve the notes and obtain the witness's agreement while on the record to do so. Instruct the deponent, again on the record, that you consider the document's evidence, the notes, and that you'll seek sanctions from the court if the notes are destroyed, altered, or concealed in any way. Here's another thing that I think is important. Describe the notes. If they won't give them to you, describe the notes as you've observed them while you're still on the record. It might be something like, let the record reflect that Mr. Edwards has taken notes on a spiral-bound legal pad in blue pen and has taken approximately six full pages of notes, and that all the notes are printed rather than uh, written in cursive. Ask the witness to confirm the type of pad, the ink color, and the number of pages if they won't reveal the contents. This can be very important later if you can't get a copy of the notes on the spot. Again, you may never see them again. And if you do see them, there may be pages missing. So be sure to describe them specifically on the transcript so that a court can impose sanctions if the court orders production and something less than a complete set of the notes is turned over. 
Another tool, immediately serve a subpoena if the witness is not a party or a request for production if the deponent is a party or party representative. Immediately serve a request for production for the notes or if you're in a jurisdiction like federal court where discovery requests are continuing, send an email to the deponent's lawyer demanding production of the notes because they're responsive to one or more prior requests. You also, of course, have the option of trying to reach the magistrate or the judge to ask for their assistance. And the judge may instruct the deponent to immediately email the notes uh, for the court's in-camera review. But there is no explicit exception to the requirement that you request notes by subpoena or request for production simply because they're being created in the middle of a deposition. There's no self-help remedy. The best you can do is demand them, ask a court to order their production, or use subpoenas and document requests to obtain them. If other witnesses are in attendance and also taking notes, follow the same procedure for them. Again, I know some lawyers have said that they would be a bit squeamish demanding notes from people who are simply attending the deposition. But again, there's no automatic exemption for those notes. And again, they're likely to have highly relevant content. All right, let's go to the other side of the coin and talk about how best to protect these kinds of notes from disclosure. Point number one, talk to your deponents before the depositions, obviously about the advantages and disadvantages of taking notes. If for some reason you or the deponent feels it's necessary to do so, create a paper trail between you and the upcoming deponent that the notes are being taken at your instruction. A facet of that, or really a second point, is that you have a good chance of keeping the notes protected from disclosure if in fact you instructed the deponent before the deposition to take notes on occasion while testifying to the extent that they need to discuss things with you when the deposition is concluded. That's the knowledge A to Z case in the show notes. This will invoke both the attorney client and work product privilege protections. Third, even if you didn't specifically instruct the witness to take notes ahead of time, your odds of keeping them from disclosure are pretty good if you can establish that the deponent on their own took the notes for the purpose of sharing their insights with you. That's the Knowledge A to Z case, the Brown case, and the Milwaukee Concrete cases in the show notes. Being able to show that the deponent took the notes specifically to provide you with insights will help wrap those notes uh, in the protection of the work product privilege. Still a very strong defense to production. Fourth, if it appears that some production of the notes is going to be ordered, be sure to draw a distinction between notes that are privileged and notes the witness took that would not be privileged. In other words, don't concede that the entirety of the notes created by the deponent while testifying are necessarily discoverable just because part of them are. That's at the heart of the concept behind uh, Rule 612, the Refreshed Recollection Rule. So the fact that some of the document has to be produced does not automatically mean that the entire document has to be. Courts appear strongly inclined to protect the disclosure of notes created under these circumstances, absent a showing that neither the attorney-client nor work product privileges apply, and absent a clear showing that the witness gave material testimony that was clearly dependent on the notes, whether created before or during the deposition. Fifth, object immediately if the examining lawyer demands that your deponent turn the notes over on the spot. 
You've got to have a conversation with your witness about that during a break to discuss the application of potential privileges. Do not sit tight and allow the witness to hand the notes to the opposing lawyer. Now you may get a strong demand from the examining lawyer to turn the notes over immediately. The lawyer may even say without any basis that they're entitled to see them on the spot, but stand your ground, take the time to evaluate the situation. If necessary, move for protective order on the record. Sixth, instruct the examining lawyer to serve a request for production to obtain the notes, or if there are prior or outstanding document requests that would include the note within their scope, again, consider moving for a protective order uh, to prevent production. Seventh, if the examining lawyer is demanding notes taken by your witness observers in the deposition, and this is typically going to come in the form of a subpoena or request for production, use the same analytical framework as if the notes were taken by the actual deponent. And if you routinely have a small coterie, an army of observers, observer witnesses attending your depositions, address this up front. You can even instruct them, yes, it's fine to take notes with a caveat that when the deposition is done, I need you to give your notes to me. That will maximize the odds that the attorney client and work product privileges will extend to them and will, of course, prevent the notes from being inadvertently released if they remain in the hands of whoever took them. All right, so let's wrap up with a couple of additional thoughts. Are these super aggressive moves to demand the notes being taken by deponents and on top of that to demand the notes taken by witness observers? Well, I don't know. It depends on how you define aggressive. It's certainly not forbidden by the rules. Quite the opposite. The rules allow you to obtain documents from adversaries, from witnesses that bear on the issues in a case. So if you're allowed to obtain them, if they benefit you, and if there's no reason not to, I don't know that aggressive is the right word to use. To be sure, there are not many lawyers that, for example, will demand the notes taken by witnesses who are merely observing a deposition. But that's why we have this podcast, to offer insights about advanced deposition tactics and strategies that others aren't using. And this is one of them. That's it for today. As always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.